Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Star And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tom Weeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at TumbleweedHealthCenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Everybody, I don't even know if we're on because the show's being crazy again. Woohoo! Let's see if it's working. All right. There we go. There it is. For some reason, my sound effects don't want to run. That's okay. We'll just make up our own and uh, get to the other program sound effects. Huh, think you can do that? Yes. That's what they're doing. Well, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. Whoop, whoop. All right. There we go. There's our audience. Marijuana. Whatever you want to call it. People call it all sorts of things. We really don't care right now. I Marijuana is a derogatory. People are starting to change that whole marijuana word. What I grew up with isn't mean a bad thing to me. Cannabis people, uh, they're, they're learning it, but it's still, they go, what? Oh, they go, what do you do? Medical cannabis. What, huh? Medical marijuana. <laughs> they go, yeah, they go, oh, oh, cannabis. Yep, that's it, cannabis. And your cannabis. <laughs> All the fun things. Yeah, CBD, CBT, HPT, CBR. That's right, I'm getting my CBC at some That's right, CBC. everybody. <laughs> Wow, I can't believe uh, we uh, pulled some leaves over. And that's just <laughs> almost over. <laughs> it's still going on. <laughs> well, thank you, Earth Healing, for having us down. What an awesome, awesome, awesome time we had. Our doctor, George Huggins, was down at Earth Healing, Earth Healing South. Um, we were certifying patients left and right. It was really awesome. Uh, giving away weed socks. If you didn't get your weed socks with your first couple of certifications, uh, we did it because it was kind of chaotic and we forgot. So <laughs> give us a call. <laughs> I will be calling you. I'm going to try and call you and identify you and get you your free weed socks. So don't worry about it. You'll get it because you're out there going, wait, what? I didn't get any weed socks. Calm down. Go get your weed socks. Uh, we had a great day, though. Um, I <laughs> stocked up on so many things. <laughs> Um, 
Silver Sister. Grape soda. That's what I tried, and then I was like, I'm running in for 70 more. I had to get 70 more of these little premium um, big things. I got strawberry, the strawberry banana. I got GDP. I got grape soda, which is really good. Ooh, wedding cake. Really like wedding cake. Uh, Tahoe OG, regular OG, um, and I think that's it. I got six. Because <laughs> with six, you get egg roll. <laughs> oh, but, but now I need like three more, ba- no, two more batteries. Mm-hmm. And I'll be good to go. Bubblegum with some bubblegum keep on top. And uh, that's what we're having for breakfast right now. That's our breakfast bowl. I like these grinders, but the cheese catchers, they need to fix. They need to fix their keepability because last night, I like this grinder the best. This is the best, the little black one with the, um, they're like uh, triangle shape, like the lag type. Yeah. But worst, worst keep catcher in this one when you open it up. Shit's just everywhere. And I had to literally scrape the key from inside and knock it down <laughs> through the key catcher to get to the bottom. So um, here, try one of my mini flavors. I've got um, wedding cake right here. Too. There it is. You got the, oh, that, hmm, that tastes like it. it. Tastes like a good nice piece of wedding cake. All right, so what do you all do for 420? We might actually be out at Earth Healing for 520. Who knows? We're going to see. Woohoo! That's their birthday, I believe. Isn't that what what they said? That was their birthday? That's an awesome birthday. There you go. Happy free birthday. Woo-woo. Yeah. Happy free birthday. All right. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Thank you for listening in to Weekday Wednesday. And we're going to give a shout-out to Tumbleweeds Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We're at Broadway and Swan. Come on down. We've got some groovy new tinctures of our very own. Four strengths, uh, and uh, they're 125, 250, 500, and 1,000 milligrams. And it doesn't mean, and let's clarify this because this is a great comment someone made yesterday. She said, well, I got 1,000 milligrams, so I thought every time I took it, I was taking 1,000 milligrams. And that's not necessarily the case. If you were to drink the whole bottle that said 1,000 milligrams, you would be getting 1,000 milligrams. No, that's not what you just had. <laughs> But that is rainy day money. <laughs> um, so the misunderstanding was in a thousand milligram bottle. How do I know how much I'm taking? Well, our bottles are calibrated. We've got the little marks on the dropper for you, and then we tell you on the side uh, to take a quarter of one to start, and then uh, depending on what strength it is, yes, I like Hershey. Um, depending on the strength, you're just taking. Um, a portion of that. So if you got the 1,000 milligram bottle and did a quarter of the tincture, the little first little marker line, you would be taking approximately 8 milligrams. But anyway, um, because it's 33 milligrams if you take the full on a 1,000 milligram. And that's a good little dose. That's a, that's a good nighttime dose if you want to uh, uh, get a really nice night to sleep. Take some CBD at night. Or Look for anything in the indica. Yeah, I don't even know this, but Girl Scout cookies is mostly indica. That's really, that's really, really awesome. Oh, <laughs> okay. Cause 
I love Indica. I love me some Indica. Um, I still, I have to say, and maybe because it's bubble gum that we're having this morning. <laughs> I do not get the hit from this. I will get from that. I never will, will I? Damn it. So that's just for the golf course. This is for like going out on the golf course and hanging out with the drink lady. <laughs> I bet they do that on purpose, though. It is the golf course, after all. And I mean, I don't want it anymore. There's, huh? I don't know. It's just girls bringing, bringing your drinks. So, you know, after a few, they are cute. That girl here don't seem to want to work. So, anywho, what's going on? Um, what is going on in the world of weed? Let's take a look. I found some interesting articles on Facebook. And Cannabis Kid, sorry to say, he's not here. He'll be here next week. Oh, squirrel. We were giving in, in shout-outs to everyone. So come down to get certified, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Uh, if you want to know, so I love this. We have a brand-new website. We love it. We love it. And, hey, I kind of popped those. Where are you? Um. So there's a button you can click right at the top of the first page that uh, shows, that, I mean, that you can contact us and you can ask questions or whatever. But guaranteed, most likely 99% of your questions are going to get answered right there um, in that first in the first couple of sections there. Certification section. Let's see. What do we got? If you – pop-ups are killing me these days. Got to, got to um, certification section. Get on over. TumbleweedHealthCenter.com. If you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, HIV, hepatitis C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, in addition, you're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, cachexia, wasting syndrome, um, seizures, including epilepsy, or severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. All right, give us a call, 520-838-4430. Thank you. Her sister, she did it. She got her sound check back. Whoop, whoop. You can also uh, email phctucson oh, at gmail.com. But like I said, there's a groovy new button at the very beginning on the home page. And if you just click it, you can ask us anything you want. But there's a certification section, a radio section. You can listen live to what's going on now and all our past shows. There's news, events, uh, videos, law. And our very own store. 
Thank you, Tombstone. We got our first order from Tombstone. That's right. You know it. We'll be getting plenty more, so thank you. Uh, also, shout out to Grower's House at 3635 East 34th Street, right here in Tucson, growershouse.com. Check them out. Um, they always have all sorts of really great uh, sales online and in the store. Go talk to them in person because it's nice to just go talk to people in person. <laughs> people just don't do that anymore. Uh, so, we also want to give a shout out to uh, Canada Health Online Digital Magazine from wherever you are, right there. You can listen now or read now. Oh, you can listen. Well, these phones these days, if you just highlight, I still don't know how to use my thing dangle thing. Sometimes I'll hit something on the top of the phone and it'll say, There's nothing to read. And I'm like, Wait, I can have this read to me? <laughs> Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. All right. Yeah, check it out. It's one of the links we have uh, on the radio show. Um, boy, now I want a burger. <laughs> Did you hear about this? <clears throat> Carl's Jr. to launch a CBD-infused burger in Denver uh, over the 420 weekend. All right. So let's see what they had to say. I wonder if they did, and I wonder how it went. It's not at all uncommon for companies to climb onto the 420 bandwagon and release specialty weed-themed products in honor of the unofficial cannabis holiday. And this year, the fast food industry is making a splash. Specifically, Carl Jr. will become the first major fast food chain, that's right, in the country to release the cannabis-infused food product. The burger chain recently announced that it will sell a brand-new CBD-infused burger this Saturday only. Okay, so anyone out there who ate that burger, give us a call. Um, the new burger is called the Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight. And according to Business Insider, the burger is supposed to include two beef patties. Notice I didn't say all beef. Just two beef patties topped with pickled jalapeno, pepper jack cheese, french fries, and the real star, wait for it, a brand new CBD, CBD-infused Santa Fe sauce. Uh, so the CBD is in the sauce. I like it. For now, the specialty burger will only be sold at the Carl's Jr. located at 4050 Colorado Boulevard in Denver, Colorado. We're going to just have to give them a call. The restaurant will start selling the CBD burger at 6 a.m. this Saturday, and it will sell the sandwich for as long as supplies last. Carl's Jr. will sell the Rocky Mountain High CBD burger for, you guessed it, $4.20. Of course, because the burger will contain only CBD and no THC. Don't expect to get high from it. But the specialty sauce could have enough CBD in it to give consumers some sort of a gentle therapeutic benefits that cannabinoid is known for producing. When consumed as part of the whole cannabis plant, CBD helps counteract and mellow out some of the psychoactive effects of CBD. And when consumed alone, as it is in CBD-infused product like Carl Jr.'s new burger, CBD reportedly pro- uh, provides a number of health and therapeutic benefits. These can include body, uh, bodily relaxation and pain-killing properties. Similarly, CBD can help some people cope with anxiety and high levels of stress, as well as a range of other health conditions. 
according to Business Insider, Carl's Jr. will be paying close attention to how well the CBD burger performs this weekend. And if the company likes what it sees, it may roll out the new sandwich as a regular menu item. Of course, because it's a cannabis-derived product, the company may have to navigate some tricky legal waters. But with CBD rapidly moving into the mainstream and important legal changes that favor CBD derived from hemp, CBD products tend to be easier to move onto the market than products uh, containing THC. This is far from the first time a large company has sold specialty products around April 20. In fact, for some companies, it's becoming something of a tradition to release weed-themed goods this time of year. One of the more well-known examples of this is Nike. For now, the massive shoe company has released a limited edition 420 sneaker. Uh, The shoe design has always included some sort of uh, nod to cannabis and cannabis culture. Past year uh, saw the release of special hemp sneakers, outer space-themed spaced-out sneakers, and other similar designs. This year's model is reportedly called the SB Dunk Dog Walker. SB Dunk Dog Walker. Breaking from past years, the weed theme is much more subtle this year as the body includes fur and Dalmatian spots. But the main body of the shoe is green, arguably its most hint at weed. Well, that is awesome. I mean, it's not like you're going to taste any CBD in there. If there's a Santa Fe sauce with just the CBD isolate, you're not going to taste that either. You're going to taste the yummy, yummy, yummy barbecue sauce. So, woo, let's hear it. Let's hear it for Carl's Jr. for stepping up and stepping out. There you go, Chuck. <laughs> That's crazy. That's really, really crazy. Oh, okay. So let's see what's going on. What else is going on in the world? You know what? We're going to check out um, where's my little link to azmarijuana.com because they've got a world section and a news section. And we're going to go with the world section and find out what's going on in the world. And you'll find our uh, ads on azmarijuana.com as well. Check them out. They're full of uh, groovy new events and laws and news. And you can find our doctors. And, uh, you know, I want to say one more thing. We we did a house call yesterday. It was really, really awesome. And um, uh, one of the other things that I'm so glad we were all there. She was surprised that both the owners and the doctor showed up, and I'm really glad we did because she had some great questions that I, that I remember. You might remember some more, too. But um, her question, or she made a comment about that, and she said, I don't know who it was, her son-in-law or somebody's boyfriend or somebody was doing dabs, and they would never, ever do it. And, you know, that's, that's just not what she's looking for. Well, this person is on or was on a whole lot of major, major opiates opioids. Yeah, I hate those words. Um, and and I said, well, let me tell you what I learned because I you had to open my mind too because I thought, oh, the dabs are just people just wanting to get super trashed and super high or whatever. I don't care. I wasn't really into it either. But then someone came to us and said that they had something like stage four cancer or something just really awful like that. And the dab was the only thing that touched the pain. Um, so let's hear it for dad. Uh, there is your, your equivalent to Dilaudid, um, morphine, Vicodins, Oxys, um, things like that. So, and she was, and it was great because I said, okay, you're going to have to keep your mind open here for a minute. And she's an artistic woman. Um, 
and you could tell she was open to, to many, many things. And I said, okay, just, just bear with me here for a second while I explain what a dab is. And Silver Sister got out her phone and brought up pictures so she could see. And I said, this is your equivalent of your Vicodin and stuff that you're taking. You don't, you won't, hopefully you wouldn't have to take that if you were doing a dab because it would orally just hit your pain. But if it didn't, that's where your Western medicine comes in uh, to play slightly. <laughs> we don't, uh, we don't want anyone overdosing anymore. Yeah, because people like Prince, Tom Petty, Michael Jackson, y'all didn't need to overdose. And the people around you, sorry, I'm, you know, all y'all should have been watching those boys a little bit better. Okay, new bill to protect veterans that use medical marijuana. All right. Well, what happened? Green room. I just smoked too much. Can't hear me anymore? Nothing? We're gone? Lost? Hang on. So you just you just cut out. So let's see. Well, oh, we're back. All right, we're back. We're back. Okay, new bill to protect veterans that use medical marijuana. All right. So anyway, she did open her mind and she was like, okay. And she brought out her little pack three, which uh, we sell at Tumbleweed Health Center. Where is it? And you can put. And adjust or a little attachment in there and put your dabs in there and use that. So she was all excited because she didn't really want to use the oxys and things like that. She's going to try the dabs. And so in that moment, in two seconds flat, you it's know, scary it, it is less scary. Yeah. People don't like to torch things. <laughs> <laughs> Try one of our demo packs and see how that see how it really works. House Bill 2191, titled the Veterans Cannabis Use for Safe Healing Act, was introduced to the federal house this month. It would prevent Veterans Affairs from stripping veterans of their benefits because of medical marijuana use. Thank you. Why is anyone getting stripped of anything because they're using this plant? The legislation would only apply to veterans that live in states where medical marijuana is legal, according to Connecticut Vets. Quote, while it is the current policy of the VA to not deny benefits to veterans based on participation in the state-based medical marijuana program, this bill would ensure that no future policy or administration change could put these veterans at risk of losing their benefits when they are in compliance with state law. Because most, a lot of the veterans that are coming to us are coming to us for PTSD. So now, not only are they freaked out, but now you got them freaked out again because they're, you're going to take all their benefits away. And where's that going to leave them? Well, without benefits and without medicine once again. So come on. Um, it also allows VA staff to help veterans fill out the forms necessary to enroll in a state-approved program instead of having to rely on a private physician. This makes things easier for veterans who are in desperate need of these medical options. Um, Stu also said, as a veteran, I'm committed to ensuring that veterans receive the care they deserve. And I know that sometimes that care can include medical marijuana. Receiving the appropriate treatment to address your health care needs using products that are legal in the state in which you live should not preclude you from Department of Veterans Affairs benefits. Amen to that. 
that's absolutely that's absolutely right. Um, it, it's it's really hard to see people come in for PTSD or anxiety and things like that, and then still they're still anxious about the youth. I mean, it's 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 just a really sad thing that our government is still projecting the reefer madness, even though <laughs> behind the scenes, you know, they've got the hand on all this stuff and uh, they've got the money for it too. All right. Let's see what else is going on. Uh, if you want to call in six, four, six, nine, one, five, eight, four, two, one, and you can get on to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and you can check out, uh, our radio show, past ones, forward ones, future ones. Here we go. We forgot we were going to read this last week and, it, and we didn't get a chance to do it. Comedian Chelsea Handler announces her new cannabis product line. Everybody is getting into this. But everybody was a weed smoker before this. California-based cannabis company NorCal Cannabis announced it has entered a joint venture with comedian, actress, entrepreneur, author, and activist Chelsea Handler to develop a new line of female-focused cannabis products. Amen. I like it. They need like a 10,000 milligram balm for cramps. I mean, just rub it in right there. Yeah, no, I'm not even kidding. Forget it. Just 10,000 milligrams. I'm, I'm not. That's not <laughs> And then I get my CBD lotion and I'm running on. It's good stuff. Quote, cannabis has become an integral part of my life. I've been open about my usage. When I rediscovered it recently, it helped me get through some tough times. And it helped me get off sleeping pills. I now see it as part of my overall wellness regime, said Handler. I wanted to take my experience and create something specifically for women who have never tried it before or who had a bad experience 20 years ago. We were missing the educational component to cannabis. And now with the legalization of cannabis and microdosing, we are in a whole new world of possibilities. I like what she just said. The new cannabis line expected to, expected to officially launch in late spring of 2019 uh, and will include three distinct vape lines and at least one edible brand, all specifically chosen by Handler. NorCal cultivates uh, processes and distributes marijuana products via a network of owned and third-party dispensaries. The company also boasts the largest delivery network in California, allowing for access to those communities who are not close to dispensaries. All of the Chelsea Handler pra- uh, branded products will be created in the company's state-of-the-art production facility in Santa Rosa and will be available for purchase throughout the state. That's nice. That would be a great product line. Um, because, you know, we have different challenges than, than men do, and especially uh, that time of the month, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> All right. Oh. Here's something funny. Guess how many pounds of weed we sold in uh, in March in 2019. <laughs> 12,933 pounds of marijuana. Arizona. Arizona. The Arizona Department of Health Services March 2019 monthly medical marijuana program report reveals that 
Arizona has 193,672 medical marijuana patients, 802 caregivers, 5,705 dispensary agents. In March 2019, Arizona dispensary sold a total of 12,932.98 pounds of marijuana. Uh, marijuana, oh, that's 206,971.61 ounces, just in case y'all want to know how many people, 206,000 people are buying ounces regularly in March. <laughs> marijuana flour, 111,674.29 pounds of flour sold. I love it. Um, edibles, 546 pounds of edibles were sold. That's surprising. Yeah, but I figured it'd be more. Other marijuana? 59 pounds. That's like hash shatter, butter. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, the, uh, the age ranges of Arizona medical marijuana patients are there are 187 patients under 18. 18 to 30, there are 46,730. 31 to 40, there are 40,464. 30,734, 51 to 60, 30,967, 61 to 70, 31,658, 71 to 80, 10,871, and 81 and older, there are 2,061, 81 and older, they all come to tumbleweed, okay, according to the data, males are in the lead by 59.37% to a whopping 40.62%, all right, go team, (laughs) is that a combined total of 100%, no, (laughs) no it isn't, (laughs) okay, chronic pain was the number one qualifying condition with 170,000, 88%, Cancer followed that, followed by PTSD and then seizures and then muscle spasms. Um, actually, no, they're not going in order here. Uh, flip muscle spasms and glaucoma. Uh, let's see. Hep C, nausea, 794 people with nausea. Uh, goes on down. Sclerosis, 30 people. And if you have, uh, okay, so there's 99 people with Alzheimer's, and that's really, really important. We are so glad that people are coming get certified for that because it's really helped. And if you had two or more conditions, there were 10,000 people with two or more conditions. The counties with the most medical marijuana patients, Maricopa County had 125,000. Pima County had 26,000. Pinal, 11,000. Yabapai, 9,000. Mojave, 5. And Coconino was at 3,889. That's a lot. You know what else is a lot? Puff, 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 puff. Like what up, I got some good pot I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop 
ice in my fridge It used to be frosty My friend's like, damn, that's a stoned ass donkey Rolling in hella hot, looking like it's FIFA time Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries Draped in a Snuggie with my girl sitting next to me Probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of ice But shit, it was 99 cents. I'll be blazing and smoking it. About to go and get some munchies next. Passing up on those cracker jacks. Reese's pizzas are where it's at. Gotta get me some soda pop. Cotton mouth has been creeping up. I can't remember where I put my keys. Yeah, that's what's up. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. No, for real. Ask your grandpa. Can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix. Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks. They have frozen burritos. I bought frozen burritos. I bought some Ben and Jerry's. And then I bought some Cheetos. Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, aw, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plants illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. Welcome back, Cotter. <laughs> Anyone else there remember? <laughs> <laughs> right. Michigan slices medical marijuana. Businesses say, enough is enough. Let's read about what's going on around our country. You know, this country is so beautiful. I really hate the slogan, make America great again, because America is flipping great before anything happens. All right. And if you haven't visited all our our uh, monuments, well, hopefully they're still freaking up anymore, but if you haven't gone to all the national parks and stuff and all the touristy traps and spots, there's a reason they're so flipping cool because... <laughs> 
and if you're around the Grand Canyon, cruise down south a little bit, a little bit, and look at meteor, the meteor spot where the I, this giant meteor hit Arizona. And if you haven't seen it, you have got to see it because that's how I think this planet's going to go. I don't, well, maybe some meteor hit the button, but <laughs> I think by meteor. marijuana businesses are starting to push back against the state's apparent willingness to allow unlicensed dispensaries to stay open. That's not cool. They plan a rally at the state capitol on Wednesday. For months, operators of dozens of unlicensed provisioning centers convinced state regulators to extend deadlines to require that they obtain a state license to operate. All right. When the state set a firm March the first deadline, the dispensaries convinced the court of, of claims judge to issue a stay. The judge is expected to issue a ruling uh, this week, which may allow for, oh, my gosh, if I get any more of these freaking pop-ups, I'm just going to lose it. It's like this uh, crazy mailbox that it doesn't really exist, and it looks like uh, it looks like Gmail, and so if you click it, it'll probably like blow your computer up. <laughs> it's really right. Okay. <laughs> the judge is expected to issue a ruling this week, which may allow the unlicensed centers to keep their doors open. They've got to get their, their stuff together. The unlicensed centers say if they are forced closed, tens of thousands of medical marijuana patients will have nowhere to go to get their medicine. Well, but the CEO of one licensed medical marijuana business says enough is enough. Jeff Radway is the CEO of Green Peak Innovations. The company operates uh, two grow and processing facilities in the Lansing area. Roadway says his business is sitting on 2,000 pounds of unsold marijuana flour. Wow. He says extended deadlines for unlicensed companies have resulted in canceled orders. Hey, excuse me, I'm allergic to canceling orders. And as some dispensaries opt for less uh, expensive, untested cannabis products. Oh, Oh. yeah, boo, because no. And if you're sitting on 2,000 pounds, you should probably not sit on it. Licensed medical marijuana companies are launching an expensive advertising blitz to put pressure on state elected officials to close the unlicensed businesses. State lawmakers are debating a bill to set a firm June 21st deadline for medical marijuana businesses to get a state license. If businesses miss that deadline, they may be forced to wait a year before being able to apply again. That's reasonable. HB 4440 sailed through the state house. The state Janet Judiciary and Public Safety Committee plan to make um, to take up the bill on Thursday. But Radway says he is concerned the legislature may fail to pass the bill. Another court may block a future deadline, or the uh, Whitmer administration may allow unlicensed centers to stay open. And that's not really fair to the. Oh, you guys asleep over there? <laughs> guy are you here um that that's that's just not fair to the people that you know they gave them a deadline they missed it okay (laughs) they gave them another deadline and now they're pushing that one back so you know come on guys let's 
let's get your stuff together and get legal. Because it sounds like if, if you don't get it together by June 1st, you're going to get another opportunity. So that's all right. That's pretty cool because, well, a year later, which is fine, because it seems like it's taking you that long to get your stuff together. <laughs> There's another petition happening. <clears throat> the petition to get the um, Arizona medical marijuana cards for free, which I don't think will ever happen because if you just heard, <clears throat> or reduce reduce the card fee. Um, oh, okay. It's a petition from azmarijuana.com, and they want to get the uh, annual fee reduced to uh, $30. So you can sign it today. In fact, I don't know. I'm going to try and post this on the new blog thing because... Blog Talk Radio has the speakers work. All right. Um, they've they've put it these they've changed their software. I don't like it. Guys, put it back. Put it back. All right. Here we go. Maine unveils a draft of recreational marijuana regulatory structure. Maine. Well they already we're going Maine. We're out later. Uh, live from Maine. Time to switch it up, take it, take it on the road. Scotia. We say Scotia. <laughs> Maine regulators are giving the public a chance to shape the rules for the adult use marketplace. See? Oh, applause. Right there. Giving the public a chance to do it. Let's see if they really are. Maine voters approved a legal adult use cannabis market back in 2016, but the state has struggled to actually get the industry up and running. While state lawmakers have fought to override uh, vetoes on adult use sales and a medical marijuana program expansion, Maine's Office of Marijuana Policy has been crafting the regulatory structure the retail industry will follow. And in response to a significant public interest and mounting pressure from lawmakers, Maine regulators have just unveiled the draft rules for the adult use industry. Book gives Maine residents their first real glimpse at what their legal cannabis marketplace might look like. And if they don't like what they see, they can provide feedback at an upcoming public hearing or online. That's awesome. That's really flipping great. Hello, Arizona, are you listening? Um, <clears throat> from licenses, tracking, advertising to testing, waste management, and fees, and everything in between. Maine just made a draft of its 74-page rulebook on the Maine for the cannabis industry available to the public. The text represents roughly 10 weeks of work by Maine's Office of Marijuana Policy, an agency created in February to establish the regulatory framework for legal adult use cannabis. The Office of Marijuana Policy is partnering with a pair of firms, California-based BOT. Oh, Botec, B-O-T-E-C, Analysis, and Colorado-based Freedom and Kosky to help craft and review its rules. Uh, both Botec and Freedom and Kosky have been uh, vying for the competitive state contract. Maine has even faced legal scrutiny over the scoring process for the contract award. The full text of the draft rulebook is available online, but some major takeaways address the state's proposed fee and licensing structures for cultivators and retailers. Maine is proposing a tiered annual licensing fee structure. For the smallest, tier one, growers' application fees vary based on indoor-outdoor grows, 
and the number of plants in canopy space from a one, uh, $100 to a $500. Uh, for the largest tier four, cultivator tower fees can reach as high as $30,000. I mean, she's got 40 acres, you know, 100 acres of this stuff, sure. Um, on the retail side, annual store licenses and product manufacturing facilities would cost $2,500. Testing facilities would cost $1,000. The draft rules indicate that anyone working in the legal industry would need to pay for a special state-issued ID. That rule would apply to workers whether they touch the plant or not. The ID rule specifies that individuals would have to pay a fee of $50 for the card plus the cost of fingerprinting and a background check. Workers would have to pay an additional $50 annually to renew their ID with access and equity in the industry a concern nationwide. Fee requirements for cannabis industry workers are likely to be unpopular among the, the workforce. Do they make nurses pay a fee for mm-hmm. their licenses? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you're handling medications, which is why I asked. I mean, like like RNs, LVNs, what about nurses' assistants and things like that? Do they? Everybody in that works in it. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. You're paying fees, folks. You're just paying the fee. Retail sales can't begin in Maine until the legislator passes the rules uh, crafted by the Office of Marijuana Policy. That could happen by the end of legislative session in June or by the end of the year, or later if the legislature does not approve the rules. The office and its partner uh, firms will continue to develop the rules through April and May. They're aiming to deliver a final draft to the main legislature before the end of the first regular session in June. Oh, we have a visit from a dragon. Mm. Ah. We've been working at a breakneck pace to compete the work necessary to establish the regulatory and licensing regime that will govern adult use marijuana, said Marijuana Policy Officer Director Eric Gunderson. Wow. Wow, I want to read the whole 74 pages. Between now and June, however, the Office of Marijuana Policy is inviting public comment and feedback on its draft rules. This is a chance for consumers, um, prospective workers, and business owners to help shape the retail industry in Maine. Regulators will hold a public hearing on the rules in May, and the public will have an additional 10-day comment period after the hearing. Interested individuals can also submit feedback Online, And I'm going to actually post that uh, if any of y'all are interested in reading um, that 74 pages I am. Um, I think that would actually be cool. Oh, there's the dragon. He's really here. <laughs> a dragon literally just ran across our floor uh, and into the other room. So there you have it, dragon. going on in the great state. Uh, Arizona senator claims dispensary should owe the state millions. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, <she didn't>. no. <laughs> Not okay, check it out. Arizona's legislature missed an important opportunity last week to not only collect significant tax revenue it may be owed, but also add more oversight to the state's medical marijuana industry. A bill sponsored by Senator Sonny Borelli uh, uh, of Lake Havasu 
would have required the Arizona Department of Health Services, ADHS, to turn over marijuana sales figures from state licensed dispensaries to the Revenue Department upon request. Borelli says the bill is designed to close an obvious loophole in state law that may be costing the state some $40 million in tax revenue a year. It would also allow ADHS to perform spot inspections of dispensaries just as it does uh, for restaurants. Well, they should. They should be as clean as any restaurant. Well, (laughs) some restaurants aren't clean. Democrats killed the bill in the House where the Republicans hold a very narrow majority. Democrats held enough way in the Senate to reject an earlier Borelli bill that would have required marijuana sold at dispensaries to be tested for contaminants such as pesticides. Opponents of both measures highlighted the burdens it would place on the industry. Um, that's a bunch of crap. There's a burden to test. That's a burden to test. So, y'all, when you're going to go get your Tylenol, should we just not test that stuff anymore because it's a burden? That's bad form, you guys. That is really, really, really bad form. Do you know that AZ med testing um, actually has a program that you can get? It's like a gold star program where they actually take your sample and then they send it out to a third party so that they're not going to, you know, that what's coming back from that lab is. The, the actual results because a lot of times people change results. Yep, they'll change the results. They you're getting a higher concentration or a higher content of this, that, or the other thing just so you'll buy it. And well, that's not cool and that's not safe um, and that's not medical. That is so not medical. That's as sneaky as the black market. So don't be doing that crap because it is a class four felony if you're not testing your meds this century. And that is written in the AMMA. You can read that in there yourself. The DEA hires Arizona company to burn tons of marijuana. Oh, that's not fun. Truckloads of marijuana confiscated by the DEA is headed to Arizona to be burned. The DEA awarded Tucson Iron and Metal with a contract to destroy mass quantities of marijuana over a six-month period, courts reported. Tucson Iron and Metal obtained the contract because their incinerator is one of a few nationwide capable of processing at least a thousand pounds an hour of bulk marijuana. So how many pounds do they have to burn? The DEA's contract solicitation DEA website says, quote, the integrity of the destruction process shall be such that the material to be destroyed cannot be redirected or retrieved once it is committed to destruction to a point where there are no detectable levels as measured by standard analytical methods of byproduct from the destruction process. DEA shall inspect the incinerator to ensure no drug residue remains. pounds an hour. Can you imagine the resin that's going to pile up in there? And they're going <laughs> to... Yeah. <laughs> requirements for the incineration site also include tall fencing, obstructing the view to the public. Uh, employees must be subject to drug tests. <laughs> Thorough background checks must be complete. 
The DEA will be on site and recording every single step of the destruction process. U.S. Customs and Border Control is also looking for a company to incinerate confiscated marijuana between 8 and 12 times annually. This task, however, will also include the incineration of drugs other than cannabis, such as cocaine, heroin, opiates, methamphetamine, and cat. The temperatures needed to destroy non-marijuana drugs are much higher, between 1,500 and 1,800 degrees. That's crazy. So, you know, I can see destroying bad marijuana. But, but I mean, seriously, why not get the good stuff? There, there's a lot they can do with it. They've got their own program. Uh, why don't they just use it for that? Right? Right? Why not? I don't know. All right. If anybody, y'all are in the area, come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We're at Broadway and Swan. We're open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturdays, 10 to 3. We've got brand new CBD products on shelves now, and you can also buy them on our online store, which is awesome. So come on down and check them out. If you want to get certified, it's a very simple process. Um, just go to our uh, website and check out the certifications page, and it'll give you a list and prices. You can book an appointment right there online. If you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, HIV, hepatitis C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's. In addition, you're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, cachexia, wasting syndrome, seizures, include epilepsy, or severe persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And also, if you have a condition like migraines, fibromyalgia, leg cramps, muscle spasms, you know, that aren't listed there, Parkinson's, dementia, um, IBS, for real, uh, and then the symptoms caused by insomnia are real bad. You can get real bad headaches and uh, nausea and things like that from insomnia. So if you don't, if you didn't hear your condition on the list, it usually does fall somewhere in there. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can also uh, email thctucson at gmail.com. And now on the front of our awesome new website, uh, you can click on the Contact Us button, but you can also click on any one of the um, there's a phone number you can click and it will um, call even from your computer which is real fun I mean mine does and then the, it'll pop up a map which is also at the very bottom if you scroll all the way down but if you click the address the map come up and then if you click the email um, you can email us so there it is 
And there's a new bill that would allow cannabis patients to buy and keep guns. Yep. A Republican lawmaker has proposed legislation that would help square the Second Amendment with some who use medical cannabis uh, in accordance with state law. The measure, H.R. 2071, was introduced into the House earlier this month by U.S. Rep. Alexander Mooney. The West Virginia Congressman's Second Amendment Protection Act would amend current law that often puts legal guns out of reach of those who use increasingly legal uh, cannabis. The bill would make an exemption in federal law that an individual shall not be treated as an unlawful user of or addicted to any controlled substance based on the individual using marijuana for a medical purpose in accordance with state law. Damn right. Although cannabis is legal for adults in 10 states and as medical cannabis in 33 states, it remains listed as a Schedule One drug alongside heroin, LSD, ecstasy, and peyote. This has resulted in the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives maintaining a status quo that any sale or possession of firearms by those who use marijuana, even if allowed by state law, remains criminal. In 2016, the ATF released a revised version of Form 4473 explicitly warning gun buyers, quote, the use or possession of marijuana remains unlawful under federal law, regardless of whether it has been legalized or decriminalized for medicinal or recreational purposes in the states where you reside. The measure is currently referred <clears throat> to the House Committee on the Judiciary. If you would like to get more information on the topic, please click. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Siri. Siri is not, you know, she's not behaving well these days. These fang dangled things. Um, if you want more information on that, it's on our blog. Check it out. And you can get to our blog by going to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. Get on over to the radio section and click it. Just click it. All right. It is that time. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're always happy to be here next week. Hopefully, we'll have a Canvas kit back and less malfunctions. But, you know, this is how we roll. <laughs> Um, so stay tuned next week. We'll have more news stories and interesting things to share and, and get upset about and laugh about and all that. Um, take care of your dragons out there. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Go smoke a bowl. Happy weekday. day.